Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is episode 367. And this week, Cash on Demand. Uh, Cash on Demand uh, has a screenplay by David T. Chandler and Louis Greifer, I'm mm-hmm. say, and directed by Quentin Lawrence and was released in December of 1961. Yeah. Although for some reason, despite it being a British movie, it was not released in the UK until December 1963 and it was cut way down. Yes. From 80 minutes to 67 minutes, which if you ask me is not even a movie. Yeah. But anyways, and that's absolutely insane when I, because when I look this up, yeah. uh, that turns out this movie's like open domain, evidently, uh, or at least nobody cares. I mean, not technically, but not technically, I don't think anyone cares. cares. Um, and so you can just like watch it on YouTube. And there were like two versions. One was like the full length and then one was like the, like and, just over an hour. And just over an hour. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, was oh, this one UK of those version. things where like, they like. It's like if I watch that that short one, that's not yeah. actually the movie. It's like yeah, some that's other what thing. I thought. And, and I was so I was like, like, I'll just watch. I'll the just watch the one. one. Yeah. It turns out that's the American that's the version. American that's version. Direct, yeah. distributed by Columbia, mm-hmm. and because this was actually made by Hammer, yes, which is interesting because yeah. it's not your typical like mm-hmm. big budget color mm-hmm. horror classic, you know, Hammer kind of yeah. thing. It's it's not that at all. It's a low budget like it's kind of well it was actually based on like a television play yeah that had previously aired Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's like a very it's like very low-key limited location yeah uh well i guess technically no location no yeah yeah yeah. it's all (laughs) Uh, set uh uh like thriller drama kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah, Uh, but like pretty light again we've we've done welcome to our christmas movie that's not really about christmas it does take place at Christmas yeah, and yeah. it was released near Christmas time. Yeah, and the there's a couple of things actually because obviously the opening has like a very Christmassy vibe yeah, yeah. because it opens with the whole like like street corner Santa yeah, like, yeah. like donation yeah, it's thing snowing and they're snowing prepping for uh, the staff like of the, the bank music, are, prepping, are know, prepping for yeah. a, a holiday party. The music and, is very Christmassy, yeah, yeah. you know, and then that's about it. Yeah, it kind of after that, but there is kind of a slight sort of like Scrooge esque. Yeah, like what the aspect? The, the the aspect of the the um the changing heart, the Christmas transformation. Yeah, the Scrooge, the it's kind uh, the, of the Grinch, in that sort the of vein, kind of yeah. in a way. Even though it's again nothing really to do yeah. with Christmas directly. Yeah, because uh, but Peter Cushing yeah. uh, runs a bank. And he's a real quite uh, the interesting different a, role he, for Peter Cushing. Well, he's wow. He's super. I mean, he's. I mean, yes, no. He's like very serious, but and I feel that's like very like kind of a like Peter. Most of the stuff I've seen him in, he plays quite quite a serious yeah, character. Yeah, but not in the same sort of way. Like not in this. Like in this, he's like this like stickler kind of character. Yeah, and it's also like stick up his butt. He's kind like of a super yeah. kind of humanized mm-hmm. like. Normally, a lot of his roles are more larger than life. Mm-hmm. Like this is a very see. Kind of like, uh, what was the movie we watched? The anthology we watched. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Doctor Terror. Yeah, where he Dr. plays Doctor Shrek. Yeah, where he plays um, the the larger than life fortune teller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of things. He just has this presence, and it's like here, it's interesting because he's a lot more like well, especially because as basically he you know he comes in and he's like the manager of this bank, yeah. and it's like this. It's like this local, like, community bank. Mm-hmm. It's, like, not, like, a big city bank. Like, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah. just 
Like, this is a fairly pathetic excuse for a bank. Yeah. Um, well, it's a small town bank. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's... that's. Or, but I, what I mean is is that, like, when you see banks in movies, they're always, like, those, yeah. like, like main bank in New York, and yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. this cavernous, no, this is, like... This is a two-teller bank. Interior yeah, with, yeah. like, you know, these, like, ev- people everywhere yeah. and, like, millions of dollars, you know, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Like, there's the there's I think that the staff is like five maybe six people yeah yeah, yeah you, know. you got like the two guys like the younger guy the older guy with yeah. the mustache yeah um well you got like the well because you got because like, like Peter the, Cushing's like the manager but then um uh, underneath him uh, Richard Vernon plays Pearson who yeah. is like the who actually is like the day to day yeah he's like the, well, he's like the senior yeah he's like the senior staff member yeah yeah and then yeah and then he has there's about four people that he seems to. You know, tellers and or whatever. Yeah, there's like a the secretary and the, the young guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not many. No, it's not many. No, it's, it's, it's a very intimate little um, staff. Uh, and turns out, perfect bank to rob uh, during a very particular time when there's a big payroll yeah. sitting at the bank yeah. for the what was that? I forget what it was. It was the. Uh, um. I don't know, maybe yeah, or like the the rail company or something would come by and pick up their payroll, um, and so there was like a hundred thousand dollars or 90, yeah, 93,000 pounds, ninety three thousand pounds, um, yeah. sitting in there. It which doesn't actually say here, I should have made a note of that, but yeah. I, don't, I I just yeah. I didn't yeah. think it really mattered where it came from. <laughs> yeah, um, and so uh, a gentleman arrives. Uh, uh, Andre Morel plays uh, yeah. Colonel uh, Gore Hepper. And if ever there was a British name of this yeah. era. Uh, and first he pretends to be someone from the... Uh, he's from the insurance company, the, the, the bank's bank. insurance company, yeah. basically doing like a, a, essentially like an inspection of yeah. their procedure and yeah. their like, their, their, um, mm-hmm. their safety protocols and stuff. Yeah. Um, their security, I guess. Yeah. Um, but when he finally gets alone with Peter Cushing in Peter Cushing's office, turns out he's actually doing a like bank robbery and it's like where he doesn't have to have a gun well because there's a bit talked about about the bank being robbed earlier on and then um because we get a whole bunch of stuff about how much of a stickler yeah uh, peter cushing's is yeah he dresses down to basically fire the guy because like they like a ten dollar discrepancy signed off which would they then fix because it was just like an error yeah that they then went back and you know but he's just like oh like if if you sign off things that you know like aren't correct like that's you know that's time too much of theft yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and basically goes into a whole he's basically just like the your nightmare jerk manager that you know a lot of people have had experiences exactly whether they're banks or not you know and and so um he's uh, very particular about everything oh yeah, yeah like it was so like by the book, but like by his book, particularly. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like not even by like the same book that anyone else would mm, do. Like mm. he's just completely unyielding. Yeah, um, and so the colonel does a uh, a robbery where like no guns. He just comes in and he's going to walk out with the money because supposedly he has Cushing's family. Yeah, hostage. yeah, yeah. He like has the fo- like a phone call. Yeah. And some hears. unsavory men yeah. have him hostage. Yeah. And uh, which is like the the interesting bit because it's like you you see like the gradual like breakdown of this guy. Yeah. Where it's like he's had this whole like attitude of like this this you know, this firmness and like this like like everything's just so. Yeah. And then like as you kind of see, like, I mean he even outright says later, like when 
like later on when things have really devolved. Oh yeah, and he's really panicking, and he's basically saying like like my family is all I have. Yeah, thing. and it's like you really get to sort of see that like this this guy with this like real kind of hard exterior, mm-hmm. but it's like he actually really cares about his family. But that's like because that's like all he has to care about yeah. basically, yeah. right? Um. Because, like, he doesn't really have friends and stuff because yeah. no one can stand him exactly, because of how exactly. he treats people, right? Yeah. Well, there's um, even a bit at the beginning where when they play, well, at the time you don't know this, but yeah. when he calls his family to, yeah. like, check up on them as, like, part of the, like, the colonel tells him, call yeah, your family. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, as it turns out, it's a recording, but yeah. they, they play and the way, like, they have his son address him and stuff, the colonel even, like, pushes, like... Your son doesn't address you like dad. He addresses yeah. you like, like, like a boss, yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know. And he's like, he's like, you may love your family, but you don't. Maybe you don't treat them right. And he really just like pushes on. Oh yeah, pushing he totally in a way just breaks that, him down. Yeah, yeah. Oh. To where like basically he's just doing everything. Yeah, and, but like also he is like. Andrew Morell is also like extremely charming, like like that. Yeah. Like that actor. Like every is very time good. someone else comes oh. in, and he'll just completely mm-hmm. turn the table. I've and... seen him in in a few other like small. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a very good actor. Well, I mean, and he, is, he has a charisma. You that see is, yeah. the people kind of come and go. Like mm-hmm. like Pearson comes in a few times and mm-hmm. does various things and blah blah blah. Or, or it cuts to like out outside yeah. of the office and the like, other characters talking about things once in a while, mm-hmm. but like for the large part it's a two yeah it's like a head-to-head of like two andre morrell and peter Mm -hmm. cushing basically just like playing off each other for pretty much the whole it's interesting because usually in a movie when you have that it turns you have this like it's a battle of wits or something like but this isn't a battle this is just it's it's two men who are trying to work their way through a situation yeah each kind of having um you know what they think is the advantage over the other one yeah um and and you know in Cushing's case like you know his advantage is is like you know that he's so stubborn yeah and and that he he's while he's attempting to comply as best to all the demands you know getting the money getting everything his his sticklerness and his stubbornness just is this like this consistent like slow it's slowing slowing it all down down, you know it's it's um which of course, you know, eventually is what leads to you know yeah. how it all ends up playing out at the end. Yeah. Um, oh, this movie has like a very kind of like I know this is a British movie, so yeah. it doesn't oh, actually yeah. count. Yeah. But it has a very kind of like, like, Hollywood production code mm. kind of thing yeah. where like, no matter how bad it gets in the end, it's like. All of a sudden, yeah, everything is just resolved, and yeah. it's like, oh no, the bad guy gives him, you know, yeah. gives himself away, and or, yeah. or like admits his admits he's wrong and yeah. allows himself to be, yeah. you know, well, he's very gracious in defeat. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> but there's no reason to be. Yeah. Like he literally sets it up so that it makes it look like, like, like Cushing, Cushing is, is just as guilty, just as, is in on which it. is yeah. a genius like thing, right? Like, yeah. like it makes it seem like, like, oh, he was part of this, and he was mm. like doing this all. By mm-hmm. by you know, um, Cushing even thinks he's gonna get in trouble. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely, yeah. because the cops are like, "Wait a minute, like, yeah. you're so your family's not really being held hostage. Yeah, you yeah. didn't really have to do you know, blah, blah blah." And so like you know, putting two and then like when the the money falls out of his the jacket, five hundred dollar thing or pound thing falls out of his jacket and all that yeah. stuff, and it makes it everything makes it seem like like oh no, like he's actually being 
it's being like set up so that it seems like he was actually like willingly part of it. Yeah. And then like the 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 robber just kind of like admit like no actually like no, no. He, he's totally innocent. It yeah. was all me. Well, and it's like wait it's, why would you do that when it has this very kind of like code era yeah, like yeah. like the like bad guys can never get away with anything. Yeah. Things always have to turn out for like the morally like right way. Mm-hmm. And then like. You have to have like some button on the end of just like like everyone's become a better person, person. as a yeah, result exactly. of this. Yeah. And it yeah. was like very interesting. I was like, wow, that is like a very you don't see that often of, yeah. outside of like, you know, old like Hollywood yeah. kind of, you know. For for a British movie from the sixties, it does yeah. feel a yeah. smidge. I mean it's yeah, very like low budget, yeah. obviously. It's black and white, which is already, you know, yeah. becoming less common. Um, it, in some ways it, it actually because it, it very much feels it's a, it's a B movie. I mean it's a B movie. It it's a, a true B movie, B movie yeah. right? Um not and that's not a that's not a negative. No, thing. It, yeah, it's like it's that's a not a in knock. The budget sense. It's a B like, movie in the literal sense of like this isn't something that you like you you mm-hmm. a movie like this is a movie that's like oh we've got a little bit of extra money yeah we've got actors available to us we yeah. have like a you know some simple sets available yeah let's make a movie yeah. like you know it it's it's well because like all the acting's great yeah the dialogue's good yeah but but it's like you know it's it's a B movie in the sense that it's not your A list picture that you would market mm-hmm. as like trying to turn into like a blockbuster yeah. like with color well like like the other hammer stuff mm-hmm. you know which is all like vivid color and like yeah. very like marketable very like 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 showy yeah right and this is not that type of thing and it's like obviously it's mm-hmm. just like well you know not all of your movies you know you're gonna have like the, your b output as well which is not mm-hmm. a bad thing that's literally how movies were made for yeah. decades yeah i mean technically i guess it still is but it's not as clear the line is not as no. clear as it used no. to be and there's a lot more kind of a uh, lot more of a stigma now because like B movies are seen as like 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 crappy well, schlock. Yeah, like like a lot it's, of like well, straight the problem, to video. Oh, the B problem movies. Is, is what people call B movies are not B movies. That's They're not actually what B movies like were originally intended yeah, to yeah. be. Yeah, like originally they were just. It was a. Re, it was a. It was a. It was a quick way to make a movie using assets you had on hand. Yeah, and you know? and it was and it was your sort of second tier side project. Yeah, and it was like it was a studio's like second tier movies mm-hmm. that they weren't mm-hmm. like like you know how nowadays when they make all these movies and they put them out in theaters and then they bomb and it's like because you were trying to make it something that it wasn't exactly. going to be. Yeah, yeah. Not all movies are going to be massive blockbusters yeah. and they're not supposed to be. Yeah. Like that's not how it works. Yeah. And so back Well, the, the problem day, is is and this is something we've talked about before is yeah, well, because the, the dollar investment yeah, is always yeah. so high. Yeah. A, a movie like, has to be. But a back in the well, it's because <laughs> people are less accepting now of like low budget. Yeah. Like it, except for certain cases. Yeah. Like there are some, I mean, it's definitely Streaming yeah. movies yeah. has absolutely helped. That. Sure, and, and there are like you know things like dramas and stuff sure, that are sure. that are like relatively low budget. Like no one talks about the budget of like a drama movie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But like, it's just <laughs> back in the day, the way it was was you had like your A pictures where you had like all your biggest stars. You put your the most budget into. Mm-hmm. They were generally very flashy, often color. You know, once once that sort of became a more of a thing, mm-hmm. and. You know, so you had those ones, and then you had like the B pictures were like the second tier. They weren't bad; they yeah. weren't worse necessarily. The B doesn't stand for bad. It was just <laughs> they were the second tier. Yeah. They were the slightly lower budget, mm-hmm. maybe slightly less big stars. You know, yeah. but like still potentially great movies, right? Mm-hmm. Just it, it's a different yeah. sort of level, right? 
Um, uh, anyways, uh, sorry, a little bit of a one, one, little one, bit of a side into no, but, uh, yeah. a side into movie history. Two, there, two but, other things. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember now one of the other reasons uh, reading up on why they cut down for yeah. the UK version yeah. because when it had the UK release, it actually aired in front of another movie, right? And it like was a, sort of like the bumper to into sure. a, a movie that they the move they were trying to promote, right? Bigger, but, but like <laughs> I know it was already only eighty yeah. minutes, uh, and yeah. and the thing is by cutting those. Well, they cut out a lot of the interactive, the, the, yeah, like the, a lot of the, the character stuff. establishing yeah. stuff, and I'm like, I feel like that's important to the movie yeah. because that kind of tells you who everyone is, yeah, and it shows why it would matter that that like especially for him, yeah, like his interactions with the staff at the beginning, yeah, completely set up mm-hmm. the fact that he has to like change his attitude towards them, yeah, right, <coughs> as a result of going through this experience. <coughs> Sorry, oh. <clears throat> Sorry. As a result of going through this experience, yeah. right, it shows like how he needs to change how he changes his attitude mm-hmm. towards the staff. And I think without that, like I'm just like, how would the movie even work? Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um Well this this movie's a remake of a like a TV land. Yeah, I, meant, I said that earlier. Yeah, like yeah. A few yeah. minutes ago, I said. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was interesting. Um, the which is, I think, maybe one of the other reasons why they thought they could cut it down to that kind of length. Maybe, but yeah, it's like it. Yeah. It, uh, it was uh, two of the cast members. Yeah. The same Hepburn and Pearson. Same played by the same actors. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it <laughs> says uh, it was selected by film historians Steve Chibnall and Brian McFarlane as one of the fifteen most meritis, meritorious. British B films made between the Second World War and 1970. They mm. note that it also received enthusiastic reviews at the time of its release from the Monthly Film Bulletin and Kinematograph Weekly. Mm. Yeah, uh, the American release got uh, it was very favorable, um, you know, in terms of the acting and the and it's for having a very limited cast and it being I mean it's a very dialogue heavy movie of course because uh, that's yeah. all it's got I mean nothing literally nothing yeah. there's no uh, action it there's moves no, along happens. at a terrific rate which makes me feel like the 67 minute version <laughs> must be over like that like right, in the blink you know, of an eye yeah. yeah I just I just don't I just can't understand what the point would be by cutting out that character like well, all you get is basically is just basically Cushing and, and yeah and, which is fine and, but like and moral there but to me and, if to get to the to earn your ending yeah you need that character stuff at the beginning well, because we don't know what kind of character uh Cushing is yeah at I that mean point, we don't right? know like, I mean neither of us watched the shorter version no no so we don't know exactly what's contained in it but mm-hmm. that's 13 minutes less mm-hmm. so you can only imagine that's like I a, mean, that's most of the opening of the that's movie. That's a good chunk. <laughs> yeah. And you can only and, and if it's if most of the cuts was to the like the character stuff at the beginning. Yeah. I feel like that stuff to me that's just imp- like yeah, you could probably shave a couple minutes here sure, and there, sure. but not 13. I think yeah. that that stuff is real like especially even that's like 10% for of the, example, that's 10% of the film. Something I do know for sure cuz I I did read this. Yeah. That whole thing with that whole issue with Pearson and the him like threatening like like oh, the, like, yeah, yeah. like the Pearson that's being, one of the things like Pearson saying like like you know trying trying to explain the the problem oh the transactionary yeah, yeah yeah and then and then the fact that Pearson asks for like a a, a transfer to yeah. like a London branch because like he just can't handle this anymore yeah and and then like Cushing's character 
basically being like, you know, why should fire you, like, not, not only, transfer you? Like, yeah, not only I would be you know, negligent of me to transfer. Yeah, like you. not only can I not transfer you there, like I, I'm, I'm, I have to consider whether I can even keep you on here, yeah, 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 yeah. kind of thing, right? And like, and then where that goes, and then like at yeah. the end, the payoff at the end of him basically putting Pearson in charge, yeah, yeah. while he goes and deals with yeah. wrapping everything up, it's like that to me like that whole episode mm. is so important yeah apparently all of that is gone yeah like, i don't know how well the whole story would because work the without end of that it too because there's there's there, the staff are all organizing the christmas uh yeah yeah party and at the end he wants to know like when it is so yeah he can yeah attend he says like oh i'll be there he, yeah it's yeah. like oh you you be in charge while i do go deal with this yeah, and yeah. then i'll see you at, at the, the at, at the party, party basically. and of course it was something at the beginning he had nothing to do of with course because it's it's just like yeah you know very scrooge like right course. you know absolutely and it's not like like well, did they cut that out of the end? Because that, that's such a, again. Yeah, I mean, that's so that's hard the button to judge. On, the, like, did it just stop when with the end of the, the bank robbery plot? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it just, there's nothing after? You know, like, because, like, the, the big thing in this movie is Cushing's transformation over the course of this, yeah. you know, quote-unquote, robbery into, like, really understanding, like, 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 learning about, like, oh, the kind of person he really is. Yeah. Um, because, like... Well, he has to. Be, I mean, well, because Hepburn just isn't having it, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and he's, he's, well, he's somebody yeah, just, he, <laughs> he totally breaks him down, yeah. and he basically lays bare to like he basically shows him like this is the kind of person you are, and it's like it's almost like he didn't even really realize it. Yeah, like, he yeah. was so closed off that like mm-hmm. he just was like, this is how you have to be in yeah. the world, and yeah. like it's like he didn't really realize like how much he was kind of hurting himself Mm -hmm. as much as anyone else. I mean, probably more than anyone else. Because, like, if he's a jerk to somebody, well, that person can just be like, well, whatever. I'm not going to listen to him. I'm just going to avoid him. I'm not going to be around him. You know? But it's like, if you're a jerk to yourself, you're with yourself. You can't, It's you know... I mean, in, like, real, like, modern... Like, if this was a more modern movie... Yeah. Like, this would be a good, like... Like, toxicity in the workplace. Yeah. You have a manager who's maybe, like... Like deep seated, like like that deep seated male toxicity. Yeah, grew up with it. Doesn't realize he yeah. has it. You know. But, but, yeah, but I mean, I, I would I would put it even further than that because like oh, yeah, it's, it's even more to so me. Than that. It's yeah. it's like he basically he was uh, he's not a happy person. No, like but he doesn't even know. But he doesn't. It's yeah. like he doesn't realize well, that there's any other way. He just thinks way. this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, and it's like because we'll, you have to be. You know, you have to be serious about the business. Yeah. You have to be blah. And well, be, that's what kind of gets you know. why he gets like his interaction with Pearson. Yeah, is so is so like they're so opposites because yeah. Pearson runs the bank just fine, gets yeah, yeah. along with everybody, yeah. everything goes smoothly, even when there's a mistake. Exactly, Pearson makes it work. Yeah, and he knows what needs to be done. Yeah, like he knows how to work. Pearson knows how to work within the system. Yeah, to make everything flow smoothly with the least upsets yeah and and uh, uh ford Sai, yeah uh, that's cushing's character yeah is so like can't like it, it's like he's looking over everybody's head and he can't look like you know and understand what they're what they're doing and what they're saying yeah and so when they talk when they have that conversation it's so like like you're coming at it from such different angles and it's like you 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 have to understand like your way doesn't work 
Like Cushing's way doesn't work when like actually having to deal with like actual people. Yeah. And but but he's so unmoving in that. Yeah. And, like and that's he what will, he has to learn. He will drive people away. Yeah. Rather than try to understand. Yeah. You and know, that's what he had yeah. to learn, right? Yeah. So. And you know this bank robber is the best thing could have happened. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, but also the thing about he's, he's also like he's got this like. Not it's on honesty street, but like this like. Oh, like a well, because even at the end, because he take gets the money for the, because because a moral gives him the money, uh, uh, Hepburn gives him money for the. Oh, here's some money for your guys's party, and he's short a dollar, yeah. And so, uh, because he gets the money from from Cushing, yeah, yeah. and so he spots the dollar, and even at the end, Cushing is like. Oh, I don't forget. I own Hepburn a dollar, yeah, yeah. even as Hepburn is going off to prison. He's so yeah. like, oh wait, I have to make sure the books balance, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's so he can't help himself, yeah. even though like wait, I owe the criminal a dollar, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's almost like kind of like a. It's. I mean, this movie is is. It's like subtle amusing yeah. like that it's like the funny in it is yeah, quite subtle it, especially like some of the british banter, like the beginning, like the the younger yeah. guy like yeah. some of the oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 like some of the sort of banter stuff yeah. is kind of <laughs> when the it's the, the whole opening bit where the they're the before they open the cast is all the, yeah, the, yeah, the, they're yeah. all talking and the the, the young guy comes in yeah. and, she, and, and she's like, oh, like he thinks he's some sort of hep cat. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, the time and place. You know when this movie took place. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. 1961, man. Yeah. Yeah. British 1961, too. Yeah. So. It's like 1945 in America. Wow. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, the movie does kind of feel more like it, it's It from definitely that has time, a yeah. vibe. It definitely yeah. feels much more like a, like a, like a, 50s movie yeah. or like an early 50s yeah, movie. Yeah, you never would think this um, was from the 60s. Again, I think part of that is the just the black and white. Yeah. You know, yeah. um you know not that there weren't other black and white movies and just in the like early the, 60s, the, but the, the context, like the environment yeah. that it takes place yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could almost say like There's no hippies. There's no hippies. You would almost say it's like a period piece in a way. Like it feels like it was filmed in 61. Yeah. But like maybe it was supposed to take place like in like I mean, there's no way to know. We never yeah. leave the damn yeah. bank, so well, there's no the, way to the know. The only clue as to when the actual date of this film is, yeah. is there is a calendar on the wall that says the year above Cushing's desk, yeah. and it's snowing. Yeah. And that year, when it snowed in that city, was like a very specific date. And it wasn't anywhere near where this movie says it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Well, it's a movie. It's, it's a movie, yeah. Fiction. You play Liberties with that thing, right? It's fiction. They needed the snow. So uh, that is our our second near Christmas film. <laughs> yeah. uh, quite, quite enjoyable. Christmas-esque. Definitely, uh, if you like Peter Cushing. Yeah, uh, if you like which a, I definitely do. If you like a movie with some clever uh, dialogue and, and, uh, and uh, you know, moves along in a good clip. And that kind of older, yeah. that older yeah. movie vibe. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Like I said, it's, you know, just make sure you watch the right version. Yeah, the long, yeah. Slightly longer one. Yeah. Um, hour 20 minutes yeah. versus that's what you're looking for. seven minutes. That's what you're looking for. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. Yeah. So that's it for this week. Yeah. We'll be back next week yeah. with a, another Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, I think this is more like straight up. Yeah. No, this is, we're, 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 we're right Christmas in Christmas movie. on this one. Yeah. 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 Um, we're doing the new uh, 
uh, Netflix Christmas movie with... Is it on Netflix? I don't think it's on Netflix. Is it not on Netflix? Maybe Prime? Maybe? Prime. Oh, maybe it's Prime. Anyways, it's Candy Cane Lane. Yeah, with Eddie Murphy. It's the new Eddie Murphy film. I think it's yeah. on Prime. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Well, wherever you are, you'll probably figure out a way to watch it. Um, yeah, Eddie Murphy's kind of going back and forth a bit because I think... Um, Coming to America, I think, was Prime, but Dolomite is My Name was Netflix, Netflix. and I believe uh, the Beverly Hills Cop, the new Beverly Hills Cop, Cop. which where they're working on that's also Netflix. Netflix. So I think he's kind of going back and forth a bit, Um, sticking with that streaming, but (laughs) not necessarily sticking sticking with one company. Um, Hopefully, this is better than Coming to America. Um, Um, I mean, I've heard it's not great, but who knows. I mean these these newfangled Christmas movies are always a bit for a Christmas eh. film of almost any kind of like this kind of Christmas movie like what it's uh, supposed to be like I will accept a lot of like vapid nonsense in this kind of movie uh, last was it last year we did the what was the one we did last year that was like a new oh uh, was it that wasn't Christmas Chronicles 2 no I think that that was was the year before previous year I don't remember anyways Uh, well we did we did a Christmas story Christmas well okay yeah that was pretty good Uh, and oh Spirited Spirited Spirited, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like with these like new sort of new Christmas movies it's like (laughs) new like I can hear the N-U new in your voice yeah (laughs) to me it's just kind of like well they're not gonna outdo like there's only so much you can do yeah with like yeah. the whole, the real Christmassy it's, thing it's, it's very yeah. hard to make what so you could call like ah in ten years this will be considered a classic yeah like because like the classics honestly, have kind of already been done like you know what the classic Disney movie to have come out in the last few years Claus you mean Christmas movie what did I just say Disney Disney movie sorry <laughs> Christmas movie bloody hell yeah Christmas movie yeah Claus yeah. That is the yeah. movie that is class. Ah, yeah. That's the that's our yeah. classic. And that Christmas. was inadvertent. That yeah. was like they didn't know they were doing yeah. that. They no. were just trying to like, oh, let's just make the best well, I mean, movie we can. That's what you should always be doing. If you try to make a classic, you're probably gonna fail. Right. Yeah. So. But I'm not even saying that these other movies that they're even yeah. trying to make a classic. Yeah. But well my point was simply the fact that like like Christmas movies have just been done. Oh, yeah. So much. And there's only so much you can do. You get, like, 50 new ones every year. There's only so much you can do with, like, the basic premise of, like, yeah. what can happen at Christmas or yeah. what can you say about Christmas. Yeah. It's been done so many times. Mm. So you're not going to make, you know, close notwithstanding maybe, but, like, yeah. but generally speaking. It's hard. It's hard to say something new. You're not just going to suddenly make a brand new classic Christmas movie yeah. because it's they've kind of all yeah. been made already. Yeah. So the problem is, is that all these you new, get one every like five all years. All these new Christmas movies, I honestly think that like when they get reviewed, it's like, like you're kind of asking too much of them. Yeah, like yeah. like you need to lower your expectations. Yeah, and then it might be actually more yeah. enjoyable. I mean, you have to do, and this is like now, now, that this be, is something I like yeah. when I think about like when people are like so this is like an equivalent in terms of like it's been done so many times when it gets reviewed. It's hard not to be like, well, of course this is never. And it's like, when the new Super Mario game comes out, yeah. it's always, well, this was really fun, but it's no Super Mario Brothers three or no Super, you know, it's no, yeah, yeah. and it's always whatever like, your favorite. Like, you have to yeah. like look at it from, this could be somebody's first Super Mario yeah. movie, and so you look at like there's some new like Spirited is sort of a 
Yeah. Like a Christmas Carol, you know, take. Like, that's going to be somebody's first Christmas Carol. Yeah. God, that'd know? be confusing. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, that would be really confusing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I know, know what you mean, Like, though. you have to yeah. go, like, okay, you can't... Yeah. You but, know. like, when I'm... Yeah, that being said, <laughs> I haven't watched Candy Canelan yet. No. It may turn out that it's not good. Yeah, yeah. But what I mean... what? But the point is, is that, like, you know, if the reviews are kind of, like, eh, a little bit mid... Yeah. It's like... Well, what do you expect? Like, just don't. Yeah. You can't have <laughs> these high expectations for these movies because they're not just going to suddenly be yeah. these amazing classics. Like, They've all been done. Like, all the classics Christmas movies have been done. I Christmas guarantee Christmas movies are like summer action blockbusters. Sometimes, like, okay yeah. is exactly what you want, well, right? Like, it's not necessarily a, that it's what you want. Well, I mean, is, but, is, like, it should be fine Sometimes because, okay is okay. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, what, do you, yeah. what do you want? Like, it's not going to be a yeah. freaking five-star yeah. movie. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, if you expect that Christmas every time... Christmas movies don't win Oscars. You're going to be disappointed if <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. you're expecting every yeah. time, you know? Like, yeah. I just, to me... I don't know. I just I, I find they're not going to be a Muppets Christmas Carol. It's just not going to oh, happen. Oh man, yeah, that's some good stuff. Yeah, that's what we're talking. I mean, that was the last hurrah of like pre Disney. Yeah, you know, Muppet mm-hmm. really, and 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 the fact that it was the first. I mean, yes, they did a couple more after, obviously Muppet Treasure yeah. Island, and but like, it was also the first movie they made after after Jim Henson's death. Yeah. And I feel like they really fired on all cylinders on that one because they wanted to do justice to like the fact that that was the first movie after yeah. Jim, Jim Henson's death. They were like, we have to do get this right for mm-hmm. Jim. Yeah. You know, to like do justice to like what he created. Yeah. And so I feel like everyone really went right to the wall to like make uh, Muppet Christmas Carol as good as possible. Yeah. And then after that, Oh, like we did some more movies. Eh, there's some other stuff <laughs> yeah, after yeah, that. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, I like Treasure Island, uh, but Tim Curry carries that I'm movie sure. in a way that I mean, I haven't seen it in a really long time. Yeah. I don't really have that much interest in watching it. It's not. I mean, it's I'm sure fine. it's fine. Yeah, but let's know Muppet Christmas Carol and yeah. certainly know like yeah. the 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 original movies. Yeah, and then like certainly, I mean, Muppets from Space, which was like the last kind of of that like run, like. That, that was wasn't rough. very that good. That was rough. And then ever since the, it yeah. fully s- switched over to Disney, they have no idea what yeah. to do with the Muppets. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Like, there's been bits and pieces that were cool, yeah. but, like, nothing. I don't think one full project. I, just, I don't know how we lost, like, where what happened to all the people who knew how to do stuff with the Muppets? Well, I mean, a lot of them got old, retired. I guess, I guess right? Like a lot of the performers are not the same anymore yeah, because they're, they've, yeah. they've retired or died. But it's it's just even I don't basic, think it's the like, same writers just anymore. Understanding like I get you know what it is. It's this problem. This is something we've talked about before, yeah. where it's turned into a photocopy of a photocopy. Yeah, it's. The original people who yeah. wrote the Muppets yeah. were writing comment using the Muppets to to write right. commentary yeah. on like real life stuff. Yeah. New people who are writing the Muppets are writing Muppets. Yeah. Are writing Muppets the way about that Muppets. They think because yeah. they were fans of the Muppets. They're fans of the Muppets, not yeah. fans of it's the Star Wars problem. It's yeah, the yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it's and it's but, and it's the thing is is it's that's just what happens. 
You know, it and it's unfortunate. It is what happens to a degree, but it's yeah. like... You have to let that stuff rest sometimes, I guess. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I just... It's particularly the whole Disney thing. Like, they just... Well, I mean, that's They the don't whole, yeah. seem to know how to handle them. Like, they don't seem to know how to, like... Well, it feels the like right they give them the bare people. minimum to work with. They don't get the right people yeah. involved in huh. hooking them up. It's, and, it's, it almost feels like they're like, we need you to revitalize the Muppets. Yeah. We're not going to give you the resources to do it. You I know, mean, it's not even so much about resources. Well, when I say resources, I mean like yeah. the ability to find the people just, you need just, or the time yeah, or the... Exactly, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it could be just a time thing, right? You yeah. know? I mean, they have all the time in the world. It's like you don't have to pump out a new Muppet thing every yeah. year. Like, take some time, figure yeah. it out. But what, what I mean is we don't know when. Disney doesn't come to them and go, you need to make a new Muppets thing. You have until December. And it's like yeah. that kind of time. Well, sure, I mean, sure. You know? But but I don't know. I just <laughs> yeah. don't get it. Like, yeah. I, just, I just don't get it. Yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, not not that I could write a Muppets and a lot thing, of people but... And a lot of people are like, oh, like, 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 you know, Jim Henson would never approve of this. Well, like, as a matter of fact, what a lot of people don't realize is that he, Jim Henson was actually considering... Um, selling the Muppets to Disney before yeah. he died, even yeah. like that. that that's a deal, very old. That yeah. deal actually started to be worked on or considered at least mm-hmm. prior to his death. The only difference is it was because after he died, the 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 Jim Henson company they decided they were like, mm, at this time we're not really comfortable. We're not going to do it. Yeah, and so those. Movies were distributed by Disney, like uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, like yeah. That. You see them on like Disney and stuff now, yeah. but like they weren't actually owned by no. them yet. They yeah. hadn't actually sold the Muppets themselves. It was just a distribution deal, mm-hmm. like a releasing deal. Um, it wasn't until later, and I kind of wish they hadn't done it. Yeah. Like I maybe that would have yeah. meant that we wouldn't have gotten basically any Muppets material because maybe the Henson Company wouldn't have been able to afford to you know make anything really new Muppets or stuff. Yeah, but like. I feel like, it, in the end, it probably would have been better to just let them, yeah, let them lie, you know, yeah, leave them for maybe like a couple of extra decades and wait until the yeah. right person comes along mm-hmm. to revitalize it, maybe, yeah. But like this yeah. weird kind of like every so often you'll get like this weird like not quite Muppety Muppet thing. It feels it feels so I much I don't like, like it. Like you know like when it. studios have to be like, oh, in order to retain the rights of a yeah. thing, they yeah. every five years we have to make I this know. we we which McCall has really to make don't. a Ghost Rider movie every five years to retain yeah. the rights. And it feels like that. Even yeah. though they don't need but to they do don't. that. They yeah. don't need to. Yeah. yeah. And I just wish they just wouldn't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, anyways, it's, it's that's too bad. Again, it's too bad. way off track there. Yeah. But yeah. It's too bad. But yeah. All right. So that's it for this week. We'll be back <laughs> next week. Until then, I'm Chris. This is Emmett. Cheers. Bye bye.